Lisa. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be back in the real studio after a number of days in my garage and then in my backyard. And uh, welcome. Welcome, everyone. Uh, hope you had a good holiday if you were celebrating Thanksgiving. If you're a Thanksgiving celebrator like we are, I hope that you had a nice, enjoyable relaxing time off. Um, you know, I, I, I was here on Thanksgiving. Well, I wasn't here on Thanksgiving. I was broadcasting on Thanksgiving, but then there was a couple days over the weekend where it wasn't. And you know what? Yesterday I decided right before I was going to start the stream that I would completely redo my entire, uh, like audio video setup. And so little, little tip for you. Uh, don't, don't do that. Uh, if you plan on doing a live stream or any kind of stream, because what's going to happen is you're going to screw it up and it will take you hours to redo everything. And then guess what? You won't be able to do. You won't be able to do a show. Um, I've heard things like this uh, before, but it turns out that this is actually true. So that's my recommendation. Uh, you make your own choice. Uh, but yes, here we are back. And I do have some news for you. And the good news, though, is that I was able to uh, I was able to get things working in such a way that if everything goes well, you'll be able to see some videos and maybe hear them. Will they be synced? I don't know. This is all an experiment. Also, I've come up with some better, maybe better names for this show that I'm going to be doing a Twitter poll about, and uh, perhaps you will. Um, Perhaps you will enjoy some of these alternative names a little bit better. We'll, we'll have to see. But I do have some news. There's some news. Some of it's big news. Some of it's really tiny little news. And by the way, I just want to say, I, I have been underestimating Periscope. I get way more people watching on Periscope uh, than, um, than I do on YouTube. I would never have thought that, but I, I guess it makes sense. I guess it makes more sense. Um, but maybe two to three times more. And I've just been looking at the YouTube numbers and the YouTube numbers aren't great. I mean, but I don't expect them to be for a, you know, a brand new show, but they're not great. And then I looked at the Periscope numbers and they're really good. Oh, Hey, Elwin, Elwin says, Hey Dan from the Netherlands. Uh, you love my streams. I love that you listen to the streams. Netherlands. I love that. I've never been. Uh, you know, it's it's so weird, though, uh, the way that streaming has really, really become a mainstream thing that a lot of people do. I started streaming video back in 2000, maybe six or seven, along with a podcast that I was doing. And I would do them in video and I was streaming. I don't even remember the name. Was it Wistia? I forget the name of the service that it wasn't YouTube that uh, people were tuning in. I would make the videos and then I would publish them and I was paying to have them hosted. This, you know, I wasn't putting them on YouTube. And I think even at the time, YouTube wouldn't let you put up more than a 15 minute video or something back in those days. Anyway, uh, and almost no one would tune into the live videos. Almost no one would tune into the, uh, recorded videos. It was all about podcasting. And I always used to say, we're audio first, you know, we're doing audio first, the video is an add on. It's a fun thing. It's an extra thing, but it now, of course, it, 
podcasting is huge and maybe uh, still audio first, but there's a lot of people who just tune in on the video. I'll tell you what, this is the first time I've ever done it where I'll get thousands of people watching the videos combined over the different platforms. And I'm also on Twitch uh, and dozens of people listening to the, to the podcast, which is really interesting and not what I'm used to. And I like it. Um, yes. Andrew Brannigan says rabbit rabbit today is the first. And so you're supposed to say rabbit. I don't know where this comes from. Someone can tell me, uh, but you're supposed to say a rabbit rabbit on the first day of the month. But I've heard that it's supposed to be the first, the first for it to really work. It's supposed to be the first words that you say. The first words that you say should be rabbit, rabbit. Uh, Jason says, first time viewer, long time listener. Hi, Jason. Welcome. So let's jump in and do some of the other news. Um, in, 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 in other news, let's do that. Uh, here we have, let's see if this works. All right, good. That's still working at least. Uh, we have a big thing. This is a big thing. And I'll, I'll tell you why this is a big thing. There, there are parts of the libertarian philosophy that makes sense. There's parts that don't, but there's a lot that do. And I, I, I like the parts that do make sense. And one of those philosophies that I agree with is if, if people are doing something and it doesn't affect anyone else, harmful, doesn't harm anyone else, then they should be allowed to do it, right? So if you want to go buy some weed and the process of growing the weed hasn't hurt anybody, and uh, you're not operating heavy machinery when you're smoking it, but you're doing this in the privacy of your own home, nobody else is subjected to it in any way, uh, I believe you should be able to do it, and I believe you should be able to do it as much as you want. Uh, I think that makes sense, and I don't really think that's offensive to anyone. Now, if you believe that people shouldn't be allowed to do that kind of thing, that's your choice. And maybe that's a rule you set up for your family. Uh, but, it, you know, it can't harm anybody if you're doing it under those circumstances. So what's the reason against it? I'm all for it. And I, I have had direct experience with the benefits of things like CBD and other things like that. And I've seen and I've heard from so many people how many medicinal benefits there are from things like weed it seems to me like it's something that's so beneficial that it should be allowed. So this is a big news. The federal marijuana legalization bill is going to get a congressional vote. Now, don't get too excited. It's almost sure that it won't pass the Senate. It probably will pass the House. I, my, my prediction is that it will pass the House, but that the Senate will reject it. Because the Senate is full of uh, a very, very stodgy, old school, backwards thinking, illogical, emotional based decision makers uh, focused on ancient, uh, primarily Christian philosophies that are wrong. And when I say Christian, I really mean Judeo-Christian, of which I hail from uh, myself, but the there is a bias against it. So it, it will never pass in the Senate. But this is called the MORE Act, and it stands for the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act. Uh, and it's going to get a vote. This would, I believe, it would just rem it would remove it from being a federal crime. 
And once this happens, it would pave the way for a lot of the the United States states to also overthrow whatever local laws they have about this being illegal. Um, Aaron P says, "Longtime listener, first time caller. Pinch punch first of the month is what we do in the UK. So you say pinch punch, Aaron? You say those words, pinch punch? Okay." Uh, Caudill says, I agree. And like most, not all libertarian ideals, I think a lot of people would agree with them if they look into them. Yes, I think that's true. Uh, many, um, there are parts where libertarianism probably doesn't work, but anyway, um, one of the quotes from this article that's really interesting to me is it says national support for federal cannabis legalization is at an all time high. Almost 99% of Americans will soon live in States with some form of legal cannabis. Uh, Did you know that marijuana, the word marijuana, was actually designed, and you can look into this, it was designed to sound like a foreign word, uh, and it was designed to have associations with certain uh, racial stereotypes and socioeconomic stereotypes, so that it, the very word itself would sound uh, foreign and frightening and make people nervous, Okay. Did you know that? Look into it. The real word is cannabis. It's not even marijuana. It's cannabis. So anyway, this floor vote is going to be a big deal. Will it get out of the floor vote? Will it pass the House? Will it go beyond? I don't think it's going to make it past the Senate. But times, they are a-changing. All right, let's see. Okay, I'm going to skip those. I'm going to jump to this next one. The show notes, by the way, are going to be in the podcast. I haven't been putting them into the YouTube description. So go check out the podcast at, um, well, right now until I pick this new name is dbl.fireside.fm. And what are we doing? Episode, is it is it eight? Is it nine? Someone tell me. All right. Check this out. The Arecibo Observatory in Puerto Rico has collapsed. The... Um, Engineers were afraid it was going to collapse, and it did. It was a 900-ton platform. There's no pictures here of it being collapsed or collapsing. I'm sure if I had a producer, they would have given me a link to that, and I could have shown it, but not the case. But they were worried that this was going to collapse. Um, It it was a 900-ton platform suspended above the observatory. It has now collapsed. There are some pictures that kind of show it collapsed, but there's no video of it collapsing really. Uh, but it's a bummer, right? Cause we don't, we don't, it was in disrepair. Here's a picture. If you're watching the video, uh, of it in uh, November, as the cables started to fail, I remember being obsessed with this thing when I was a kid, I absolutely loved this thing. I thought it was the coolest. And then what's the name of the, uh, the, the very large array, the VLA, which has like the hundreds or is it it's hundreds, right? Of these little, these little smaller, and they're not little, they're actually huge um, dishes that all can kind of point in the same direction at the same time in a very cool way. I dig that. So this thing is collapsing. Um, I also wanted to tell you, there's some more weird statues. Oh, you heard that the monolith thing got stolen, right? This is someone came in first, it was removed and then it came back and it had uh, Instagram stickers on it or something like that. Uh, oh no, I'm going to save that one. I'm going to save that one for the end. All right, let's let's uh, let's test this out. There was yeah. Let's see if we have some video and if we can have audio with the video. So let's let's roll this. It's just going to be noise for those of you on a podcast. Uh, so let's see if this works. Can you hear that? I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it or not. Who knows? But uh, this is a video. 
showing this horrible crash in the F1. I love F1. I don't know about you, but I, I really dig F1. And uh, here's this terrible crash. But what's interesting about this is, first of all, you can see how little it takes to crash one of these there. If you're watching, you can see it just the wheels touch each other. But because of the speed of these vehicles, that just some slight contact is enough to completely crash a car. But here's the thing. The guy was fine. The driver of this uh, is fine. He uh, apparently got some slight burns, but the reason that he's fine, the reason that he wasn't basically killed in this crash is because these cars, and here's some pictures of it. They use this thing called a halo, halo protection device. And it's this ugly looking sort of almost V-shaped thing that, that sits in the front of the car. It blocks their view. It makes it harder for them to drive. But guess what? It's it's saving lives. And I thought that was pretty cool is that here you have these things that are horrible that at first everyone really hates, but then in fact uh, is not hated because it's actually saving lives. So now they're saying don't ever, don't ever say that we shouldn't have these things because they're saving lives. Okay, so here is a hilarious video that I'm going to attempt to show you and play. Let's see if this works. Uh, this is just ridiculous. This is just ridiculous. Oh, and uh, before I jump into it, um, yeah, they're saying no audio on the YouTube video. Sorry. Uh, maybe it'll, maybe it will work. Maybe it won't work. Let me see if, see, this is all you can, you guys can hang out for this. Yeah. See, that should be working. It should be working. Let me just see if this audio Judgment works. Or not. Because we in have the name of Jesus. Yes. See, that's that audio is working, right? So who knows? Who knows? And at this point, who even cares? Um, so uh, they're talking about F1 here in the chat. They're saying, speaking of Limac333 says, speaking of F1, Lewis Hamilton out this weekend due to positive COVID test. Bummer. Uh, Elwin says, I love F1 podcast every week about it in Dutch pole position podcast. So there's a free promotion. And uh, Elwin says, almost all drivers were against the halo. They said that safety, Aaron P says the safety in F1 cars is incredible. Now that crash 10 years ago would have been fatal. Exactly. The halo thing, saving lives. Um, they say the next step can be an aero screen, just like an Indy car. Uh, so yeah. And they're saying, yes, you can, they can hear the audio. Okay. So this video is ridiculous. And I feel like it might be blasphemous. So if you're if you're offended by blasphemy, then maybe skip. I'll tell you how long to skip. This is a minute and 41 seconds, and I'm not going to show all of it. I'm probably going to show 30 seconds. So if this kind of thing, there's no cursing. It's just making a little bit of fun of some evangelistic stuff. But I thought it was hilarious. Here's a guy who has taken an evangelistic... Uh, speech and put it to death metal. Okay, so to enjoy this. Ah, that's why. Okay, I just figured it out. Now you're going to get to watch me do this in real time here. Now I know why there's no audio when I switch over to that. Because I haven't added the audio sources to this scene, I use OBS. And in order to do OBS, you're gonna, gonna need to add the thing. So I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna do this real time. I'm gonna do this real time while you guys watch this. <laughs> Why not? 
Why not do that? Boom. And then do that. Uh, boom. Boom. All right. And now let's try this one more time. Judgment right now. Because we In have. In the name of Jesus. Oh, All you. right. Again, it's working. It's probably too loud. All right. How good is that? I'm sorry. It, it made me laugh when I saw it. I think that's pretty funny. All right. And uh, let's see. Reddit has revealed that their daily active user count, first time they've ever revealed this, first time they have ever revealed this is 52 million. They say it's small in comparison, but growing quickly. Reddit revealed that it now has 52 million daily users, and the number appears to be growing quickly. That daily usage grew 44% year over year for October, a sizable increase on a metric that speaks to just how essential a product is to its users. It's pretty interesting. They're saying it's small compared to other social media rivals. Um, Twitter has 187 million daily users. Snap has 249. Facebook has 1.82 billion. They say, but at the larger sizes, none of those services are seeing daily usage grow as rapidly as Reddit. Uh, in their most recent quarters, Twitter reported 29% year-over-year growth, Snap reported 18%, and Facebook reported 12%. And I'm not reporting fireside numbers because I don't have them in front of me. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, the next story that I had, remember, was it earlier when I was talking about a couple days ago when I was talking about the NVIDIA announcing a more affordable GeForce RTX video card, graphics card? This matters a lot to people who play games or people like me who uh, stream and do do these kinds of streams where you're relying on the graphics card, a GPU, to make these streams really efficient. Uh, and... Um, and, uh, and and so these things matter. Now, we don't, for this kind of thing, a, a regular GTX card is fine, but the RTX card is big for gamers. And of course, if you're a Minecrafter, uh, there's a lot of rendering and shading that these things take advantage of. And of course, my son asked for one for Christmas, so that's been on my mind. Uh, but they're $399, which is A, an incredibly high amount of money for one of these cards, uh, and B, uh, really affordable compared to... Uh, the uh, the cost of uh, of all of the earlier RTX cards. This is really a very very good entry level price, and they're even showing here some of the beautiful Minecraft rendering and shading and stuff that you can do in Minecraft and Fortnite and Cyberpunk 2077, whatever that is. Uh, so now you can get one of these cards for uh, for a mere 400 bucks if that's your jam. Uh, my son is not getting one. He's getting a curved gaming monitor instead. And the one that I picked, maybe I'll put it in the show notes. I was doing some research. I asked Twitter for help. As usual, Twitter, totally useless and not helpful. Bitcoin is uh, peaking at a record high, close to 20,000. You know, if you, if you think of Bitcoin as just a stock, don't don't think of it as what it is. Just think of it as just a stock, okay? Any like any other stock you could invest in, it's turning out to be a very good investment. I I have uh, some Bitcoin. I bought about a hundred dollars of Bitcoin a while back, and now 
it's probably worth $130. So I don't know what I'm going to do with that money. I don't know. I mean, I've been saying all this time that I'm not sitting on piles of money, but now I'm sitting on piles of Bitcoin. But they're saying that uh, what's what's really made a big difference is that you can now PayPal, you can use PayPal and do it in Bitcoin if you want. You can exchange money and, and, and buy things with PayPal in Bitcoin. Pretty cool. Okay, <laughs> this next story is my favorite one of the day. Uh, second favorite. You know, we were talking, we talked about how the monolith was stolen. A man tried to steal the original Darth Vader helmet from J.J. Uh, Abrams' production company, Bad Robot. They, uh, he was apprehended, though, but here's a picture of the helmet that was they were trying to steal. So here's, <laughs> here's the story. A man broke into J.J. Abrams' California-based film production company, Bad Robot, earlier in the week. Uh, he's been identified. His name is Frank H- Hebert. He's 38 years old. He was, <laughs> he was seen near Bad Robot walking away while pushing a shopping cart casually down the street. When police officers arrived at the scene, they found the Darth Vader helmet inside his cart, hidden under a pile of Star Wars pillows, along with another classic Stormtrooper helmet, all of which had been confirmed as the missing pieces from the production studio. He was arrested and charged with felony non-residential burglary, while the helmets were returned to Bad Robot. And, uh, of course, a little sad note, the original Darth Vader actor, uh, David Prose, has died. He was 85 years old. What do they say when you're 85? Good run. Uh, so he will be missed. Uh, but at least they got his helmet back. Now, uh, in my final story, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's something called the Gr- Grunten statue. Now, that's German, and I don't know if that's... Okay, this is Gr- Grunten Mountain in Bavaria. Southwest of Munich, there was, <laughs> if you're watching this, uh, you may, this, this object may have a familiar shape to you or not, uh, but it was a 6.5 foot tall wooden statue that <laughs> was chopped down over the weekend. <laughs> it was, it stood for years on the Gruten Mountain, Southwest of Munich. Now all that remains of the monument is a small stump <laughs> <laughs> some wood, <laughs> some wood chips. Uh, if you're not watching the video at home, you should be, and I'm just going to leave it for you to go and and look at the video. I will not be describing this statue, but they say that it's not known who originally carved and erected the statue, which has become a landmark. It is uh, at uh, one thousand seven hundred thirty-eight meters high. That's five thousand seven hundred two feet to you and me. Uh, on the Gruten Mountain, hikers would go to the area. I imagine there was a lot of Instagramming happening up there. Uh, but um, Google Maps even recognized the statue as uh, a cultural monument. But it was 440 pounds. They don't know how it was brought up onto the mountain. Um, they said that the sculpture was an unwanted birthday gift, uh, which is this is the theory, carved by a group of young men as a practical joke for a friend. The friend did not want it, so they put it up the mountain and left it up there. But now it has been removed. Uh, And it seems like that's the theme of 2020 is to remove all monuments. All right, so now here is a a quote 
And I, I forget which one of my friends retweeted this, uh, but this is a, uh, a video. Um, and the video is an interview from 1974 talking to Dr. Jacob Bronowski on the future and his view of a utopia. And I really enjoyed this. Uh, so I'm going to play this and you guys can uh, tell me what you think. And of course, it begs the, the final question to you really is about I mean, what is your idea of utopia? You look ahead, what's the, the ideal for you? I have no idea that is different from the one that I put forward before when I made that joke about um, those of us who did jobs that we liked. Uh, I am convinced that human beings take pleasure in work, not in idleness. I'm convinced that when people are accused of idleness, it just means that they are being accused of hating the humdrum job that doesn't tax them, they've been put into. So I'm convinced that the ideal world for every human being is one in which he or she does a job that they are good at, like doing, that gives them satisfaction. That's my utopia. Mm. I start... All right, we will I stopped stop it off the video I... there. He continues on, but that was the quote that I liked. Um, what an interesting idea is that utopia isn't something where everyone has everything they want and don't need to work and don't need to do anything. What if utopia is very much like the world that we have now, but that people are actually fulfilled by what they do, enjoy the way that they spend their time, it doesn't mean that they don't have to work. It doesn't mean that they don't have to be productive and make contributions to the world and their society around them. What if it simply means that they wake up in the morning and they like what they do and they like the time that they spend doing it, that they're rewarded and they're good at it, and that they get to collaborate with people whom they respect and enjoy working with. I really dug that. I don't know. I really like that. Um, so a, a couple of people in, in the chat are commenting uh, about the streaming. Uh, uh, Elwin says, so streaming on a MacBook is not the best option. I'll tell you what, I tried streaming from a Mac mini with the video and it, uh, it, it got literally, um, it got so hot, you couldn't touch the top of the Mac mini. And this isn't one of the M1s. This was one of the uh, in latest Intel ones. It was just not, not going to work. So I could not unfortunately use that and i had to switch to this pc and in doing this with the pc boy i'll tell you what i have learned way too much about windows the modern state of windows there used to be in my in my uh ancient dark past i used to run networks with many windows machines on them and i was responsible for managing and maintaining and updating them and it was uh it was challenging it was fun not really so I haven't really had a reason to use Windows very much in the recent past. I would occasionally jump in and mess around with it. Of course, I used it for gaming, which I don't game a lot, but Minecraft, right, uh, with my kids. Uh, so I was using it for that. And then I got a Microsoft Surface as part of like this promotional thing I did with Microsoft kind of. And, uh, and I loved the surface and I still love the surface. My daughter took it away from me and I haven't been able to get it back, but the Microsoft surface is a 
really amazing, amazing platform. In my opinion, it's it's much better than an iPad for a lot of reasons. What it lacks is the real is the greatness of iOS uh, or iPad OS really. And there is a, a large degree of greatness with the iPad in that regard. Things do just work simply. But from the hardware standpoint, with the kickstand, with the great keyboard, with the beautiful screen, really good battery life, it was a really cool device that I enjoyed using. But that kind of, the point is that kind of woke me up to what was going on in Windows. So when it came time to do the streaming stuff, I actually had a PC that I had built. I had used it as a gaming machine uh, in the past and as a server and other things. And I thought this would be perfect to use for streaming since the Mac mini just can't hack it. So um, it has been a learning experience, especially when it comes to audio and mixing and audio routing and things like that. What a different world in windows than on the Mac where so many things are really straightforward and easy, but in order to do the kinds of stuff that I'm used to doing, uh, you know, there, there's all kinds of weird, funky software out there, like uh, software called Voice Meter Banana. Uh, if you've ever done streaming, you've probably run into this thing. Uh, Elwin says, uh, or wait, who, who asked that? Uh, Elwin says, so should I buy a Windows machine for streaming? If you're serious about streaming, if it's something that you actually take seriously and it's not just a webcam, but if you're going to do something real with it, yeah, you can make it work on a Mac. Uh, you really can. But if you're doing a lot, um, it's just, it's pretty taxing. You need a really good GPU to do the encoding. And the GPU comes in the Ford, uh, in the form of a card, a graphics card, which guess what you can't install in a Mac? Yeah, graphics cards. The ones that are there, the ones that are uh, built into the motherboard, which is the ones you basically are going to get with any Mac, they're great at driving monitors and stuff like that. But they're just, you don't get the NVIDIA technology. NVIDIA is the way to go. And I was able to get an NVIDIA, uh, I think it was a GTX 1050 for about $135. Uh, and it slays the encoding. I mean, I, it'd probably be pretty good for games too. It is actually. Uh, but it slays the encoding stuff. And so you can have an amazing streaming setup. Uh, and Windows is not, it's not as bad as I remembered it. Windows 10. It's fine. It's not great, but it's fine. No, really. It's fine. Uh, okay, more questions coming in about this. Uh, what are some basic specs to keep in mind while buying a Windows machine for streaming? Elwin asks. I'm not the expert here. But obviously, all the things that you would think about uh, when buying any machine as much as you can afford. So get the best CPU that you can afford because CPU is important. Uh, I highly recommend SSD drives, at least for the operating system drive, if not for the drive where you're going to be, if you're planning on recording the videos, I actually record the videos. I record them in uh, multi-track so that my audio, and if I have a guest, the guest audio, separate tracks, the audio that you just heard playing from the, once I got it working from the YouTube videos and stuff, also separate audio track. I'm going to be bringing the soundboard back into it. That will have its own audio track. You get the idea. So all of these things together um, allow you to do a lot. And actually, I pull all of that audio. I extract it out of the video that gets recorded. So it's pretty straightforward. Um, it doesn't have to be an Intel CPU. Oh, yeah. Somebody is, um, Eric is responding 
uh, here in the chat saying, I like Ryzen 7 or above, NVIDIA GPU, higher the number the better, 16 to 32 gigs of RAM, SSD, M2, M.2, internal capture card. Don't have a, an internal capture card. I'm using uh, just the Camlink 4K from, I think that's Elgato, and it works just fine. That's not the one I would recommend you get, though. I would get the HD60S Plus. That's the one to get, and that's probably the one that I'm going to be upgrading to. Uh, but if you're really budget-minded, the um, Camlink 4K is just fine. And uh, yeah, and if you want to get the internal one, you want to spend some extra, that's fine too. I think RAM 16 is plenty, but you can get you know, the SSD card. I mean, the SSD drive is, is going to be expensive. And then, like I said, the, the graphics, anything with... Um, I wouldn't go lower than a, a GTX 1050. Again, not an expert. Uh, and Eric's agreeing that the uh, HD 60 Plus is great. So, But it is a 10.25 a.m. here in Central Time, and I'm going to be starting to record with Merlin in five minutes. So I must end our lovely stream. But that's all right. We did our 30 minutes for today. I've got a good quit coming at you later this week. Uh, road work, um, maybe. I think I need to reschedule with John. He's going to be so pissed at me. Okay. All right. But that's all we got for you today. So listen, keep sending in these great links. The best way to do that is to go to, uh, you know what? Just send them to me on Twitter at Dan Benjamin on Twitter or email me Dan at five by five TV. You see a fun link. You get a project you're working on, something like that. Send it in. And I'm going to be doing a poll in a little while so that you can vote on what we call this thing that we're doing every morning together. So uh, that's it. That's all I got for you today. I'll see you tomorrow morning.